Welcome to the Voyage LA podcast, where we interview the brightest and most inspiring entrepreneurs, artists, and creatives from in and around the LA area. Our host, Madison, is hosting a panel with a few of our content partners, and content partners help Voyage in so many ways, from sponsoring our mission, spreading the word about the work that we do, and collaborating with us on content like this. And so with no further ado, here's Madison. Hi, everyone. My name is Madison. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of our Voyage podcast, talking about different perspectives within the TV and film industry in 2023, which is something I am not super familiar with, but we've talked about on the podcast a few times before, and I'm just so excited to to learn more. It's such an interesting and unique niche market. And I have two very talented individuals here with me today to share their perspectives. So let's get started with some introductions. Hi, my name is Gabrielle Harris. I am an actress and an advocate for people with disabilities and who are impaired. I'm also a motivational speaker and I'm excited to be here today. Amazing. Hey, I'm Jillian Armanante. I'm an actor, uh, director, producer of television, film and theater. And I'm excited to be here as well. Right on. Well, happy to have you both. Let's jump right in. I've heard that the TV and film industry is really hard to get your foot in the door and you kind of have to work your way up. Tell me how you were able to break into this industry. What has that process looked like for each of you? Uh, To break into this industry? I don't know. I I sort of feel like if you have a passion for the art, you don't really have a choice. And so what is the break-in point? You know, what, what defines that? Um, you know, I spent years and years and years in the trenches doing small theater and not getting compensated financially at all. And, you know, then I spent many years in the trenches making television and film. And so defining what your break-in point is, you know, yeah. is it living out of it or having a good life? Or I think it's something that um, it's, it's hard to say no to once once you decide you want to do it. So yeah. it's hard to leave once you started as well. <laughs> yeah. Was was there a specific moment for you, Jillian, where you were like where you were like, oh, this is it. I have I have made it. Like I have accomplished a great feat. I, I think if I think if that ever occurred, I, I'd be lost. I think really? if that ever okay. occurred. Yeah, I think if you I ever got to the point where it's like ah, there. Like there'd be no reason. <laughs> go on you, you know what yeah. I mean so not really I'm always trying to discover and learn and uh, push boundaries and and not settle so yes that's, I, that's, I think that's a great point actually I I really appreciate that uh for me it's the way I broke into it was I started doing like theater from elementary to high school and then you know I moved to I'm from Waco Texas so I moved um to Dallas and then when I did, I started like sharing my story at first. And then it, it brilled into meeting celebrities like Kirk Franklin, if you know, Teleman and David Man, they work for Tyler Perry. So meeting all those people, it bridged into how I, how I broke into the acting was into that, which is which was telling my story first. And then during the pandemic, you know, everything shut down. So I'm like, Lord, I, I told myself, I was like, I really wanna get back into acting and how do I do this again? And so yeah. I was on Instagram just scrolling and I find this school called Richard Lawson Studio. 
And I was like, oh, yes, that's my way of getting back into it. And so once I did that, got into the school and everything, that helped me break into it. And then it brought into me being a content creator for Boy Jelly Magazine with them sharing my story. I haven't broke out in a way that, you know, I would like, because even in Texas, I'm still getting shunned because of my disability, even though I can walk on my own and I walk with a limp, they're just like, you know, that's too much, you know, you, it, it will be too much on film. And so I'm still struggling, you know, in that area, yeah. but I decided to, why not write my own short film first? Yeah. And so I'm working on that and I'll be in LA in July. So I'm very excited about that to get this started. Yes. That's amazing. What, what a way to just write your own story and create your own path. I think that's fantastic. So correct me if I'm wrong, but I've, I've heard that the TV and film industry is, is pretty intense. And Gabrielle, it sounds like you, you know, have kind of experienced that side of things. How do you find community while working in a cutthroat industry? I just, honestly, I just tell the truth of like, I'm struggling here. This is happening. I've always been the type of person with an honest heart. So if I tell the truth, I think it'll open a door somewhere. But how you build community is you build, like um, Richard Lawson tells us, you build relationship maps. Mm. You tell what you're trying to do and hope that maybe that person can jump on board and try to help you. So yeah. it's important to build that community by just sharing what you need help with or what you're stumbling with or what you want to do next and try to tell that person, even if it's just a stranger, you never know. Like I recently did a speaking engagement over the weekend. I talked about cerebral palsy and it swung a door with a writer that was in the room. And as a TV producer said, you know, what? Well, I would like to work with you and maybe help you write this short film. So it's all about just telling what you need and you never know yes. what happen next. Definitely. We talked about that on an, on an earlier episode. You never know who's going to be in the room. So it pays a lot to be a really kind person to everyone you meet and to have that presence that is, you know, magnetic for, for people to interact with. I think that that will take you so far. How about you, Jillian? I'd love to hear your, your perspective. Uh, yeah. I hear the phrase cutthroat and I think, gosh, <laughs> it is oddly, it, it can be cutthroat, but I feel like when it is cutthroat, it's the people who are deeply insecure who are mm-hmm. cutting the throats. It's yeah. the the, the class acts and the actual people who care about humanity that want to represent humanity on the screen and stage. So to me, you know, if you're in a situation where there is an aggressive cutthroat person, you don't really want to work with them anyway. Yeah. Um, but there are so many, so many good people out there um, that, that I, I mean, I tend to gravitate toward. I'm still friends with all my buddies from when I was in my, in my twenties doing free theater, you know, in Seattle. So are you, you, and I, you know, I have friends who are A-listers and friends who, but like to me, if, if, if they're that kind of person, that's not the community you're attracted to anyway. Yeah. Um, And to me, it's, you know, it's about life and sharing uh, honest communication and sharing meals and sharing projects and trying to help each other. And you know what I mean? So yeah. it's it's very interesting. And, you know, I have uh, actors with disabilities who are friends and 
um, sharing their struggles and me sharing, you know, what struggles I have. And it's, it's just like, <laughs> it's just like life. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it, it, it's nice to know that you both are able to find authentic community in in a difficult industry. I mean, all, all industries are difficult, but I think you, you just have to find the right people and, and stick with them and leave all the, cut all the BS. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So what advice would you each share with someone who wants to enter the TV and film industry? Gabrielle? Not be like, like you said, Julie, insecure. Um, not be shy, be brave, um, share what you need help with. And it, it's hard, but you know, you have to be patient. Um, a cake doesn't get baked in uh, 20 minutes. It takes an hour, <laughs> hour and a half. So that's how you got to view life. It, it takes time. Things takes time to build and you have to be patient. And that's one thing that I'm learning. Um, being in this for the past three years, I'm, I'm learning to be patient and to really brace myself. And that that's what it takes. Patient, confidence, and just know, just try to work the room. Yeah, definitely. I would just say make it about the work, right? Mm-hmm. So there's man versus man, man versus self, man versus nature. Like, I think man versus self is, is the toughest nut to crack. Absolutely. That if you're procrastinating, you're procrastinating if you're making it about the work and and forwarding yourself um in terms of the work you want to do i mean i love the gabrielle that you were like well uh, i got slow so now i'm making my own movie um i've <laughs> you know i've done I've done the same thing you know what i mean ah. where it's just like sitting around and i'm i don't want to wait to be picked so i'm just going to write something okay now i'm just going to film it okay now i'm just going to like tour festival like so keep it about the work and and your light should be able to shine through that um for someone starting out like don't wait to be chosen because Mm. you a long time yeah great advice i love that who or what is inspiring you both these days Hmm. any individual people any shows you're watching books you're reading quotes where are you getting inspiration from these days? You're going to uh-huh. have to go first because I'm older and more jaded. So you. <laughs> oh, I think it's just listening, honestly, uh, with me being in ninth class, just listening to everyone else's story about, a, you know, producing a film and how Richard Lawson tells us what he goes through day by day. And then just reading, just watching different shows on how, like, to build the story and things like that, like, watching um it's a, a new show out right now i can think of what it's called it's like on hulu and it's where like the girl goes missing and stuff and i was like don't we get these stories all the time but as i was watching it it had a good story built to it so it's just me watching shows every day from watching night agent that was a really good show and just kind of seeing how like they build these stories and how they write and how you know the story goes from middle to end um i think that's important with a writer so for me, it's just several podcasts, movies, and just listening to other people's yes. stories and journeys for me. Yeah, love that. For me, I guess I would have to distill it down to an idea, mm-hmm. um, just a, a, a thought that I think is a good idea that then I build upon. And 
every day I act upon it and build and make it bigger and bigger and bigger mm. and embellish or simplify it as needed. Um, a good idea to me propels me forward like mm. nothing else. Yeah. Uh, and then getting another person who thinks it's a good idea and seeing how they build upon that and influence that. And uh, to me, that's, that's what compels me. If I get something like, Oh, you know what I should do? Um, that drives me forward. Yeah. I'm definitely the same way. Like once I have something, I am so stuck to it. I'm like, let me drop everything and find a way to make this crazy idea happen. And let me get everybody around me on board, whether you like it or not, you're going to support me and we will find a way to make it happen. I'm, I'm definitely a doer. Right. And then it's like jazz. You're like you're jamming off of their idea. They're jamming off of yours. Yeah. You're, you're taking the goods. You're throwing out the, and then it just, you know, develops. And- yeah, absolutely. How do you each create meaningful connections through your work in this industry? Julie, you, you got to go first on this. One. I got to think about it. <laughs> my, my meaningful connections that have happened in the past, like if I'm acting, I can see or feel or experience who in the room is, is being generous mm-hmm. with their talent and with their presence. Yeah. Those are the people I'm, I'm, I'm drawn to because there are plenty who are like my lighting and this is my wardrobe. And now <laughs> you know, you're like, I'm right here. Can I yeah. see Hello. So, so to me, it's people who are generous and, and digging the scene out of you and asking questions out of you. I mean, like, and, and those are the people that I want to connect with. And then yeah. very often, you know, I've done movies 20 years ago that we still get together once a year and just hang out and check in. I mean, I just saw a movie I did 18 years ago this week. I saw a bunch of the cast and we were oh. just hanging out. And so so to me, it's like, you you know, who the who the good ones are just just by their actions and by their generosity and the fact that they're human beings who who care regardless yeah. of their sort of station in life they they ask kids they ask you know how are you getting a lot like whatever just and and i reciprocate the, to me it's like you know this is a human art if if we're not human then it's kind of pointless right yeah it has to be authentic definitely yeah you're right julian it does and it you know you got to as I always say, be honest on the journey. And that helps me is learning about, okay, what what did you go through? How how was it? And I think that that impinges off me and helped me to grow. And so that's how I build communities, just listening to people. Even yeah. if you're not not in the industry, I still wanna know your story. I still wanna know what was it like producing something or what show every day. Like even with me being um a disabled person, I feel off people who are disabled like me, but some of them, what I've learned, some of them can't talk, some of them can't. And that was a journey for me to figure out because just because I was always used to, um, how can I say it, me just talking and kind of living a normal life. And then when I meet other people, they can't do the things I do. So mm-hmm. I feed up their story. And even with me working at a um, for a nonprofit organization called To Be Like Me, and being a part of that where we teach kids, you know, about like us and teach them not to bully. And so you learn them stories to kids. And it's and it's like I built this this communication bridge. So I built it all over from people who aren't disabled, from people who are. And I think it's important 
to have that community for me because it teaches me something each day, something yes. new, something fresh. And so, yeah, it's it's all about, you know, learning what other people go through. And it's funny that but the crazy thing is that Julian is on this call because I recently did the the acting, the scene of Girl Interrupted. And <laughs> that was that was being playing Daisy was probably hardest thing I've ever done uh, because it it I really had to become the character and it you know I'm this soft sweet person I'm like I cannot be her so it took me three months to complete the scene literally we, we were I worked on it three months with another scene part and uh, my teacher was like you know do this do that and so just uh, as an actor to really build on something so strong was was difficult for me. And yes. that's when I like that movie though. It's one of my favorites. But that that's community too, because that person has way more knowledge than I do. My coach does. And she, you know, she's telling me to do this and that. So yeah, it, it's all about community and yep. really learning. And so during that three month process, that was a lot for me. Yeah. Oh, but you did it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> it's funny talk about community. I uh when I auditioned for that movie, it was I just moved to LA and uh, I auditioned for it. And I was talking with the casting director. She's like, you know, I had just done this thing on stage and she'd seen it and thought it was great. And she's like, I think, I think I'd love for you to read for the nurse. Right. Like the nurse. Really? And she's like, you have a problem with reading for a feature film. (laughs) And I said, no, I would just think you'd read me as the gay girl. Because people weren't out in Hollywood. Yeah. 35, 30, I don't even remember when it was. And so for me to look at the casting director and be like, mm, I'm gay. There's a gay role. I'd rather <laughs> play the gay girl. And <laughs> it was uh, it was just a, a kind of funny moment because I realized nobody in LA, you know, everybody com- comes out after they're already famous. So I sort of showed up that way. And so yeah. for me to look at this famous casting director and be like, I don't want that part. I want to play the gay girl. <laughs> and, you know, I didn't really have scenes. I was there for three months shooting, but I didn't, I had a line here and there, but I was there a lot. So that's community. Like I reached out and used my community and was like, mm, why don't you have a gay person play a gay person? Like, let's do that. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that, it just reminds me of that funny audition story. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I have a few more questions that weren't on my original list, so I hope that's okay. If you had a dream person to collaborate with, whether that is a different producer, uh, an actor, actress, a director, somebody in the industry, who is your dream person to work with and why? I think you're going to have to go, Gabrielle. Well, she's already on this call, so it is Julian. (laughs) That's on my. That's been on my list, literally. Um, Tyler Perry. You got Devon Franklin. You got Brad Pitt. I love me Brad Pitt. Um, oh, yep. Angela Jolie. All those people. There's so many more I like. Um, uh, what is that girl name? Blake Lively. I love her too. Oh, so yeah. it's 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 all those people. You know, I I've always wanted someone to like take a chance on me and say. So I met this, I've always had this dream of somebody say, I met this girl named Gabrielle. She didn't have no money, but she had this story that I love. And I wanted to like 
produced this film she came up with and wanted to help her. And like, that's always been a story of mine that someone wouldn't, would take a chance on me. And like in Texas, to be honest, I'm getting shunned in every which way. And it's like, what do I do next? Of course, I'm writing this film with my um, acting coach. And so, you know, to for someone to take a chance on me is what, is what I'm, I'm waiting on for someone to say, Gabby, I know you don't have this and that, but I believe in you. Let's go. Let's take this ride together. So that's my, my dreams. I believe it. It's coming very soon. For me, the, the 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 person I want to collaborate with is is my 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 wife, who I've been working with for thirty years already. <laughs> it's it's easy to bounce off of someone who knows your intricacies and knows how you work, and yeah. I just think I'm really super lucky. I I, I don't think I'd uh, reach up to the stratosphere because I I think. Uh, I'm a little more sort of realistic yeah. in terms of that is that, you know, there's, there's, you know, so many people who who want things from, from people in positions of yeah. power that I tend to try not to ask people in power for yeah. things because that's all they get. Right. And to me, it's like someone who I know and I've, I've worked with and we've built a language and we can, and make things and make them successfully. Yeah. Uh, I think that that's worth its weight in gold. Absolutely. Building on an already strong foundation for sure. Well, my final question before we wrap up for today, I would love to just know what's next for both of you. What can we expect in the remainder of 2023? Uh, well, I'm um, currently writing two short films. The first one, is based off of an improv I did, which we did like tornadoes in Texas, right? And so <laughs> I'm writing this, and that's one. And then the second one, I've never, as I just said, first, I've never been on a date before. So I said, why don't I write this into a film about what I would like for it to be like, right? And so that's what I'm working on. And then, you know, I, with, whatever comes after this is, is wonderful. And I'll continue to, you know, advocate for people with disabilities. Yes. But those are my two. So that film will probably drop between either August or September, the one about the tornado. So it, it won't be like a slow process, which is I'm excited about. Yes. But to really, you know, push this film, continue to hopefully get an agent, um, continue to model and have fun doing what I love uh, yes. at the same time. Okay. And Hopefully meeting Julian in 2023. I think she can make that happen. <laughs> that would be great. But um, that's my 2023 for me. Uh, I have a, a, a nice little arc on a show called Physical on Apple TV. Um, and I'm directing a play called Men on Boats uh, in the fall. And that should take me to the end of 2023 in terms of, in terms of work. That's amazing. Well, thank you both so much for joining me today. It's such an inspiring and insightful conversation to this industry. I'm just so excited to see what this year has in store for each of you as you continue to, to grow and expand. It's the sky's the limit. <laughs> amazing. Thank you both so much. Uh, you're welcome, Madison. Thank you Thanks. for having me. Thank you. Yeah, best of luck.